Welcome to Dice Camera Action in Audio Form. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk. Chris Perkins is the dungeon master for the amazing group of adventurers known as the Waffle Crew. They've been broadcasting on twitch.tv slash dnd at 4 p.m. Pacific time every Tuesday for a while, but we wanted to give fans who prefer to listen in audio form a way to follow their adventures. We're going back to the start of the Waffle Crew's adventures in Barovia and the greater Sword Coast area and publishing them all on this new podcast feed. Going forward, we'll be releasing weekly episodes pulled from the live stream here on the Dice Camera Action RSS. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecameraaction.gamepedia.com for full episode recaps and information about all the NPCs, guest appearances, and adopted pets of the party. For this episode, we'll pick up right when Chris Perkins says hello to the crew. Enjoy this suboptimal party. Welcome back, everybody, to Dice Camera Action. Yay! Woo! Post Valentine's Day. And Yay! Hope everybody Everyone's dead. Everybody's dead. Oh, I mean, oh, bummers. So, uh, last time in Dice Camera Action, the party made their way across the frozen wastes of the Silver Marches. Um, trudging through the winter landscape toward the dwarven citadel Adbar, along with a dwarf on stilts named Zog Splintershard and a wooden construct that has affectionately come to be known as Murderbot. On account of all the murdering he's done. Yes. <laughs> Literal, yes. actual murdering. Because of the murder. Yes, and as you recall, Strix also uh, befriended an owlbear uh, that she was riding around on the back of. Uh, but the cold winter winds and uh, snows, uh, again, uh, took you by surprise and were so blinding at one point that one of your party members became separated from the others and you lost track of Evelyn and her... Uh, and morning glory. I told her flying straight up would not help her catch more snowflakes faster. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, so the without Evelyn, the characters looked for a refuge and they found this weird, very large tree, um, a leaf tree with no leaves on it, growing on top of a hill. And underneath the tree was a cave in which they found sanctuary. And they quickly discovered that the tree was home to a dryad named Lafaria. And uh, while they were camped out in that cave in the omens in, in the Waffle Hut, the, uh, the crew were set upon by four hill giants, a, a big fat female hill giant and her three husbands, all of whom seemed to no be way. hungry and starving. <laughs> and uh, they attacked. There were fisticuffs, uh, Diaf got swatted um, by uh, a hill giant wielding a tree trunk and uh, nearly had his pants knocked off and almost died. Uh, uh, Paulton was able to use a fear spell and drive away uh, the, the, the giantess and scare her off. Uh, two of the males were then felled, and the third, wounded, uh, basically fled, chasing after his mate. Uh, when all was said and done, the only person who was conscious was Strix, 
the owlbear had also suffered some nasty wounds in the fight with the giants, but survived. Diath, uh, uh, believing Diath, Paulton, Zog to be unconscious, Strix dragged them back into the cave um, and basically hunkered down there uh, and uh, waited in the cold and luster. Uh, you also tried to put a sign on the tree, Strix, a piece of paper with a note to Evelyn, but it got caught in the wind and blew away. <laughs> and I watched it. Yes. Blow away. Uh, your, your wounded owlbear is nestled down beside you, um, kind of groaning in pain, oh, but um, no. otherwise okay. Murderbot is just sort of standing at the mouth of the cave, looking outward and keeping watch. I hate that thing. Hey. <laughs> Not disconcerting at all. Can I chop up some of the giant and feed it to the owl bear? Oh, hang on, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was a brunchitarian. So, Evelyn. Yeah. After losing your friends and becoming quite frantic about finding them again, um, I'd like you to make a survival skill check for me. I got 11. Okay. Um... Was I catching snowflakes? Is that how I got separated? Probably, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's canon. Yeah, it's canon. Uh, so, yeah, you search for your friends um, hopelessly throughout the night, and it's it's dark, and there's no light um, other than you can see the the white snow everywhere around you, but it's it's quite dark and cloudy night, so and the wind is still quite severe. Um, you call out to them, you get no response. They're any hint of a trail is obliterated very quickly by the weather. Um, and you become more frustrated and more agitated as the night wears on. But um, optimistically frustrated. Yes. And <laughs> I, um, even though you are um, uh, somewhat bundled up uh, against the cold, you are fairly exposed out here. I'd like you to make a constitution saving throw. Don't I still have that fur that I yes, didn't you the, steal? You have the orc fur. Yeah. 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 But make a check for me. Constitution? Yes, please. Uh-oh. Uh, easy. Ten. Okay. Um, somehow, uh, you you call upon your internal reserves and the light of Lathander to keep you warm when you realize that the furs themselves are not doing a very good job um, against this horrific cold, uh, and you don't suffer any ill effects. But it is well into the next day uh, before you see what appears to be the only tree you have seen for miles and miles and miles and miles and miles. And it's growing atop uh, a snow-covered hill. The tree itself is stark, black, leafless, its branches um, spreading out wide over the hilltop. It looks like it's got a bend in its trunk too, um, like it didn't grow straight out of the earth. I've been just keeping up a dialogue with Morning Glory this whole time. Like, I'm sure the party's just, you know, heading on ahead, maybe playing some hide and seek. We'll come on them soon. It'll be fine. So when I see this, I'm like, well, if I know one thing, Morning Glory, it's that if there's a tree grown where no other trees are growing, there's something special about that tree. Let's go. <laughs> and I like hop on her back and gallop toward it. All right. When you start to gallop up the hill, you see sort of half covered in snow, about 20 feet from the base of the tree is what appears to be a very, very big 
dead creature, a corpse of some monstrous giant. <gasps> if I know anyone who kills things around here, it's my friends. <laughs> I keep approaching the tree. Okay. Uh, uh, when you get close to the tree, I'd like you to make a perception check. Ooh, I'm very perceptive abnormally. Uh, that's going to be 18. All right. Um, you notice the small cave tucked under the roots of the tree or about 10 feet below the tree. Um, and you can see a small little wooden figure standing at the mouth of this low cave. You recognize it as Murderbot. You also see what appears to be the corpse of another dead giant. And it looks like parts of it have been cut up. <laughs> that disturbs me slightly for a second, but does not diminish my excitement when I and see And you can see that you can see a blood trail leading from the cut up giant back into the cave. That's probably fine. Murder pod! I rush up to him. I like dismount morning glory, yeah. rush up to him, and I give him like a. I, I would just like run straight hug into somebody usually, but Murderbot, I actually give him like a little bit of, I run up and then, <laughs> Murderbot! He just stands there and takes it. And as that happens, uh, Strix, you see Evelyn you, um, uh, in at the cave mouth. You see uh, Murderbot has turned his head completely around and is just sort of staring and blinking at you uh, while he's being hugged by Evelyn. Um, and you can see, you can even tell he looks a little bit uncomfortable. <laughs> Strix will just look at her and just get really mad. Yeah. Just be like, where have you been? You, you're just a barmy light lover. I hate you so much. Your hands are absolutely covered with blood and you've been feeding raw meat to the owlbear. I'm just holding a big piece, just yeah. like making it at her as I'm yelling. It's just like slapping all over the whole cave and like everyone passed out below me. Evelyn, you can see there's no fire in the cave and everything's sort of covered with frost and Paulton and Diaf are just kind of lying there. Uh, you can also see what appears to be the, the frost-covered body of the uh, dwarf companion, Zog. Uh, my reverie is then cut short as I see my fallen companions. Okay. And I say it quick, like, Lathander, you have seen to separate me from my friends and now you have brought me back. You shine your light upon them. May your healing powers be upon them. And I rush and just like, throw myself. didn't do that. You did. <laughs> I go throw myself on Paulton and DF and okay. uh, use uh, my healing, my lay yes. on hands. How many hit points would you like to give each of them? Uh, they're both seemingly unconscious, right? Correct. Uh, I guess I'll give them both 10 right away. Okay. So you guys are now up and awake. Uh, the warm light of Lathander. <laughs> the warm light of Lathander. <laughs> just courses through your body and resuscitates you and you both have 10 hit points. Praise the morning, Lord! Hey. Oh, sorry, I can't heal you. <laughs> I'll just hand some meat to Diaf and be like, here! Uh, like the moment I'm like, I'm, like, I'm still holding my side because there's still pain there, but I yeah. need to scan the room. It's like, Paulton, Strix, Murbot, Owlbear, Evelyn. All right, we're good. <laughs> oh, don't forget peg leg over here. Yeah, how's Zog? Oh, yeah, yeah. Is Zog okay? Uh, when you go over to him, he does not appear to be breathing. Oh, God. I look at, I look at Strix. I'm like, what about this one? I Look, okay? <laughs> I only have so many skills, all right? I can shoot things with fire. 
I can cut up giants with my hands and possibly part of my face, as then I might have nodded off. Yeah, but England, you're looking at Zoggin. He's blue. I mean, he's like, he's like dead, dead, right? Like, oh, yeah. I, I like take his pulse. There's a, and lay on hands doesn't do anything for the deadies. No, no. and he is ice cold when you touch him. Did, oh, did, did no. you guys forget about this companion? I did not forget about him. <laughs> I was more worried about Hootie, but I did not forget about him. <laughs> he's, actually, he's actually dead. I, I mean, he seems to me to be without laugh. Yes. <laughs> his eyes are closed, but they're, you know, his eyelids and stuff are just sort of covered with frost and his lips are all sort of covered with frost. <laughs> We're the worst party ever. <laughs> I drop to my knees and say, oh, great morning, Lord. Please forgive my companions, their negligence of our loyal companion, Bob. <laughs> shines down upon us and give us... One more shot at being the party that you want us to be that don't let people down or watch. Don't you think he's giving us enough shots? Please. Oh, great, Lathander. And I just, like, place my hands on Zog and, like, let a single tear. Okay. I'm pretty sure he can bring him back to life. I'm sure it'll it'll be fine. I mean, just in case, though, do any of you guys have, like, resurrection powers again? I forgot. Can't you do that, Dia? Yeah. You can bring people back to life like super easy, right? I mean, sort of. Well, what are you waiting for? Because let's think about this. <laughs> what are you waiting to think about? I mean, he is rocking that new shade of blue. So <laughs> he's kind of killing it. It does look quite fetching. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> because, I mean... Uh-huh. I have that in case something happens to one of you guys. I'm fine with that. Anyone no. else? You can only do it once? It's only once. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to have to reconsider. Okay, let's, let's take But are you second. saying that Zog's life is not worth as much as our lives? Kind of. <laughs> I mean, to me personally, yes. Well, I, I hear this, I look at Zog and I'm like... You're probably right. He probably wants to move on into the light, into the, the next phase of our glorious existence. It's probably better that he's like this. Okay. The way that you justify things is always fascinating. <laughs> Please, continue. <laughs> <laughs> well, all of us are only here until we complete our worldly duty and Lathander sees fit to let us walk I did down not actually mean path. continue. I meant not, it was a, never mind. Well, no. now listen to me. We don't entirely know where we are. We have a vague direction to get towards Advar. And Zog was still pretty much leading us. I don't know if we can get there without him. I'm sure if we just walk one direction, we'll run right into it. Wow. (laughs) Did he have like a map? He wasn't using one as he was guiding you across uh, the Silver Marches. Uh, that doesn't mean he doesn't have one, but you'd have to search his backpack. To Let's check out. his stuff. I go yeah. grab his backpack and start rifling through it. Okay. And I believe, Never. do I do I find a large diamond in there? Yeah, it's like <laughs> one of the first things you pick out. It's like, huh. I'm like rifling through and then I go, <gasps> <laughs> See? <laughs> things work out. <laughs> I mean, who do you suppose this technically belongs to now? It belongs to him. But he's... What's he going to do with it? That is a good question. I mean, 
Zog, what do you want to do with this diamond? He's not saying anything. <laughs> it's real pretty. I'll hold on to it for now. And I just right. put it in my pouch and then I keep okay. going through the backpack. Yeah. All right. I, Sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. It's fine. Uh, I was going to ask uh, Evelyn, just make a um, uh, perception check to search through the bag. Uh, that's a nat one. I got distracted by the diamonds. <laughs> Welcome back to the Waffle Crew, Anna. I'm like, I'm like, I'm holding the diamonds, kind of like rifling through the backpack with yeah. the other hand, like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't you don't find any map, but he's carrying just absolute ton of stuff is packed in his pack. I throw believe. it, I throw it at one of the, the boys. I'm like, here, you you check. All right. It just sort of lands on the cave floor between Diath and Paulton, and some pans spill out. Great. Not it. Hey, what? <laughs> oh, I ain't going through dead guy's stuff. Fine. I I, that's all I did my entire life, so I guess I'll just keep doing it because I'm really good at going through dead people's stuff. You are so good at it. You're right. I mean, my I hands are still it. covered in blood, by the way. <laughs> I don't think he'll tell the difference. All right, I got uh, right. Uh, 19. Okay, so you dig your bloody hands into the pack and start uh, pulling all kinds of stuff out. Uh, you can see that there's an abacus. Um, there's uh, what, appear, uh, what appears to be a, a pouch of ball bearings. Um, That's weird. Yeah. Uh, there is a bedroll, although it's probably out of the pack now. Uh, there's a bell, uh, like a cowbell kind of dealy. Um, uh, there is a... A couple empty uh, bottles. Um, there is a bag of caltrops. Um, you see uh, what appears to be a climber's kit stuffed in there. Hmm. Uh, there is a crowbar. Excessive. Yep. Uh, <laughs> there is a small hammer um, and some pitons. Uh, you can also see what appears to be a small uh, copper jug, a, a lantern uh, with no oil in it, and actually uh, the lantern looks pretty beat to shit. There are also there's also a lock, although you can't find the key for it right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a set of anacles uh, that you can't find the key for. There is the mess kit, which includes all the pots and whatnot, uh, and then. Uh, uh, underneath that is a small shovel. There is a block of soap. That's good. He had good hygiene. Yep. Uh, and a whetstone for uh, sharpening stuff, as well as a small uh, uh, serrated kitchen knife. And uh, you see a, with your roll, you're able to find what appears to be a patch uh, on the outside uh stuffed inside which is a piece of parchment that does indeed have a crude map on it nice all right i'll take the cowbell and then hold up the map and be like i found a map i knew you were so good at going through dead people's stuff yep you know what i'll just take that compliment and just continue on with my life Mm. now the map is clearly a a map of the northern wilderness and it's got uh, dwarven scrawls on it does anybody in the party speak dwarven Dwarvish? No. <laughs> nope. Heck no. Okay. Uh, then you're not exactly sure. Uh, you can't, for instance, find uh, where you are on this map. 
Mm. Evelyn, hand me the diamond. Well, what for? Because I'm the one with resurrection powers. What are you going to do with it? I was just going to hold it till we give it back to whoever Zog's heir is. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) And or if we find that there is no owner until I can give it to the poor. Oh, Oh. Um, do I need to hit her? Evelyn. Yes. (laughs) Please. Well, since you asked so nice, (laughs) I give it to him. Thanks. I'm going to tie right. the cowbell around Hootie while this is going on. Okay. You'll probably After you finish know. tying off the cowbell, you see uh, she sort of pushes her way uh, outside, kind of dangling, clinging and clanging as she goes <laughs> and is uh, making her way over to the corpse to continue feeding on the giant. Ooh, oh, if you could find another so one from that'd be a good idea too. Yeah. And uh, as she walks, you can, <laughs> as she walks, uh, you can see that uh, the wounds that she's, the crippling wounds that she suffered, have sort of made Hootie's gait a little awkward. Oh no, Evelyn, can you heal Hootie? Of course, I think. <laughs> I go, I go lay a hand on Hootie. Okay, how many hit points him, would you like to give her? Uh, about how many hit points do I assume an owl bear has? You have no idea. I start with five. Okay. And see what effect that has. Um, it doesn't bring her up to full, um, but uh, she is a little bit better. I add five more. Okay. All right. Um, so she is she is like about three quarters um, up to health at this point. We think. I think she can take care of the rest on her own. Yeah, you've you've sort of cured her most egregious uh, wounds. Mm-hmm. Considering I have 16 hits, I have like less than half of my hit points right now. So <laughs> Hootie's doing better than I am. Uh, yep. Now that I have... It's okay. Thank you, Evelyn. Thank you for helping Hootie. I won't You're complain welcome. about Lathander for the next 15 minutes. <gasps> That's so nice of you. During that, I'm going to make my way over to Zog's corpse with uh, a okay. diamond in hand. Yep. And say out loud, you know, I took this gift because I wanted to keep my friends safe. I mean, I'm like, Biggest thing that keep my friends safe is a guide to get us somewhere more back to civilization, and we need him. So through whatever weather innate powers that I've, that I've felt course through my body since accepting the dark gift, yeah. channeling this diamond, placing a hand onto Zog, I will do whatever it takes to return him to life. Okay. Um, so why do you need the diamond? It's a material component. Oh, well, that's convenient. Mm-hmm. You didn't tell me you needed that to bring someone back to life. Oops. I would have just tossed it to you right away. <laughs> yep. So as you begin to channel the power, Diaf, you suddenly are thrown into this sort of uh, scary trance. Your eyes turn black. Uh, your skin uh, becomes uh, sort of alabaster pale. And yeah. you start to uh, basically intone some scary mumbo jumbo over the dwarf's corpse. And as you do, the diamond begins to scintillate and glow in your hand. Cool. Oh, uh, this doesn't look good. Yes. And assuming no one disturbs you, you are in that state for an hour. (laughs) I'm sitting there, I'm like, do you think we should like poke him or something? It's been... I don't, don't touch him. (laughs) Especially you, Evil, and do not touch him. I feel like if you even got near him, like your Lathander face would get burned off or something. That wouldn't be very pleasant. No. I'm sure it'd be fine. Okay. Mm. At at the end of the hour, the diamond is consumed and is basically uh, 
disintegrates in Diath's hand. As soon as it disappears, uh, the light within it uh, uh, flashes around the dwarf uh, who opens his, uh, ice, his ice-limbed eyes and uh, looks at you, Diath. Uh, he seems to be alive, um, uh, but, uh, and in, at full health. You have restored all of his color to his flesh. Uh, he inhales deeply the air of the cave, and uh, he says, What the fucker happened? <laughs> I ask myself out every day around these guys. Everything hey. was fine. Also, during that hour, I put all the stuff back in his, his bag to make sure it didn't look like we totally just looted him. Oh, okay. So <laughs> oh, I did keep the cowbell. Right. Just borrowed yes. it. Yes. Okay. That's good. <laughs> we totally didn't loot your stuff, except that diamond. We kind of used it. <laughs> to bring you back to, to life. Yeah, you were where, dead, where, dude. Where did you go, by the way? Which, did you go to, like... How was it? Elysium or the hells? I'm just curious. Evelyn is very interested in hearing the answer to this question. He says... <laughs> I hear it was a dead. Yeah, we Darn think it. so. They never me, tell you. Forgive me, Zog. I I don't know what value that diamond had to you, but I did have to use it to restore your life. I found it to be a fair trade. He says, "I uh, had a dream that I was uh, walking through fog." Yeah, oh, you were there. It. You that's where you went. Great. What's that place, Strix? <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like the evil Barovia place. Because he was brought to life, maybe he had to walk through the fog, through the dark powers to become alive. It's I don't not know, a good man. Time. It's uh, not a good if time. If you want to, Strix, uh, I'll let you make an Arcana check. <gasps> Yay! Ooh. I rolled 20! Oh, oh. I know everything about the afterlife. I know everything about dead people! More uh, smart. Based on his description and based on your own personal experience, you think he may have been, his spirit may have been walking through the ethereal plane. Oh, okay. So he was on his way somewhere. Yep, exactly. Oh. So he wasn't in Scary Barovia, even though that's also foggy. He was in the ethereal plane on his way to another, yeah. another plane. Exactly. Your sense is that in Barovia, you can enter the ethereal plane, but you can't use it to uh, transit to other planes. Here, outside of Barovia, were he to go deeply into the ethereal plane, it would lead him to some other plane. Right. Probably right. into the welcoming arms of Lathander. So I'll explain this to everyone and then tell Evelyn that he doesn't believe in Lathander and he will not be in Lathander's welcoming arms. But she will and it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just your opinion. All right. <laughs> I'm glad to be back. Thank you. The least we could do, Zog. What I'm did, what sorry did I forgot about you. <laughs> he didn't deserve such a fate on account of us. What got him so dead in the first place? Oh, those dead giants outside. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, they were really hard to fight. It would have been really helpful if we had someone who, you know, uh, has a big axe. It probably would have been. Mm -hmm. Or, hear me out, uh, if we could just never fight giants again. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, that would be amazing. That's a good way to not get killed by giants. <laughs> All well, right, Lathander so, was with you in Paulton's sword. Paulton's sword is blessed by Lathander. Sure. Uh, so, Zog, <laughs> uh, where do we go next to get out of this uh, winter hellscape? He says, we must uh, continue on course uh, to the east. To the east. 
And what about the weather? Are we clear for travel or is there st bad stuff coming in? Uh, well, um, once you sort of go out the cave and look around, you can see that uh, the weather has settled somewhat. Um, there's still uh, wind uh, blowing through the hills uh, uh, and the s casting the snow about, uh, but there's no new snow falling from the sky and actually it's uh, fairly clear out. A few clouds moving quickly uh, across the sky, uh, but uh, plenty of sunshine. And I, uh, you can see far to the east uh, what appears to be um, a small mountain range. And uh, Zog will point out, Citadel Adbar is in there. So several days away. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, are we able to do a long rest before our travel or, or during? Did you can't do it during, um, but you can certainly do it um, before you embark. Yeah, let's do that. But right. you'll, you'll, that'll, that'll mean that you're basically eating up uh, a lot of daylight. Yeah. Um, if we, maybe we can do a short rest just so that, because I just woke up and still have yeah. a giant bruise. Yeah. If you have, if you want to take a short rest and just spend hit dice, you can do that. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that too. Let's take a moment to recharge our systems before we get out there because it's going to be cold. Prepare yourselves. Get some food in you. Regenerate your spells. Whatever we need to, et cetera. One. Did I have a long rest while I was out in the walking around? No. no. Yeah, there was nowhere to take shelter to rest. Okay, that's fine. All right. At least I'm back to like not terrible. Um, there's something I was going to ask. I don't remember what it was. After Hootie gorges uh, herself, she's going to come shambling back over toward the cave and just plop down. Yay! Let the oh, yeah. Digest. Before we leave, I was going to. Um, I don't know if Hootie wants to stay at this cave. I mean, she's welcome to continue following me, but if she's happy in this cave, like, I don't want to force her to follow me. <laughs> How do you know if she's happy? I don't know. She's not very <laughs> smart, so. I'll just look at her and be like, Hootie, do you, are you happy following us or do you want to stay in this cave? At the well, moment, uh, she's just sort of uh, uh, lying there, <laughs> um, breathing uh, deeply and uh, is obviously been stuffed. Uh, so. <laughs> If I know anything about wild animals, they don't follow you unless they want to. Oh, I guess that's true. All right. Well, if we leave and she follows, then I'm... Okay. Uh, yes. After you've finished uh, your short rest and uh, spent whatever hit dice you want to, uh, you can embark once again. Zog will uh, make sure his stilts are fastened properly, and he'll uh, stride <coughs> out into down the hill across the snow. Oh, the, chat's, uh, the chat wants to know if he has his legs back from being resurrected. <laughs> No. <laughs> all like, does he have his legs back? <laughs> How resurrected was he? Uh, no, since you were just essentially infusing life into his existing body, uh, he is still without his legs. <laughs> oh, they're going to be bummed. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't that fancy of a resurrection <laughs> spell, guys. Yep. Maybe he doesn't want his legs back, you guys. Maybe he was born without them. You don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. I think the stilts uh, are pretty cool myself. That's true. He gets around fine. He actually moves uh, more at your speed when he's on the stilts. He He's much slower. Even if he had his legs, he'd be slower if he didn't have the stilts. <laughs> yeah, let the See? man have his stilts. He, that's an enhancement. Yep. 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 
Uh, all right. Uh, and you begin to make your way uh, across, again, this winter landscape. As we're going, I'm like, so you just found that cave and it was uninhabited and it was just there? Well, there was a dryad who lived there and then she died. And then she gave me the power to polymorph three times. How did she die? The giants killed her. She hung around us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She talked to us once. I'll leave you uh, guys for one second. Evelyn, if you're curious, they can show you where she fell. Essentially, uh, she's covered with snow. Um, when, uh, so you have to kind of brush it aside. But yeah, you see this dead sort of female-shaped tree creature. Lying you just next left her here? Lying next to her tree. You didn't even like... Everyone was dead! What did you want me to do? I was too busy chopping up giant parts to feed the tree. There's frozen sap pouring out of parts of her um, where she was obviously fatally wounded. We should do something to honor her. She's fine. Just cover her some more snow. I'll kick some more snow on top of her. <laughs> I ask uh, DF, I look to him as kind of like the, the knower of like propriety. And I'm like, how do you, how do you honor a dead dryad? I don't know. I've never even seen one before. I do a religion check to see if I know anything about like the rights of making sure that a dryad is honored in death. And I get a 19. Okay. Uh, so your best guess is that this is some sort of uh fey woodland creature. Um, you think that, uh, they, because they're kind of like fey spirits, their bodies are merely uh, sort of material receptacles and they probably don't hold much value. Um, uh, if, you're, if your friends were a little more sharing, they'd probably tell you that, you know, this particular dryad seemed to have some religious bent, but uh, you don't know that. So. We do not tell her that. We do not tell her that. <laughs> yeah. well, we can't she, to ourselves. <laughs> that she's probably a fey creature and her body is basically the same as this tree. I think kicking snow is probably the most polite thing we could do. And I kick some snow on top of All right. it. <laughs> yeah, you, so you bury the dryad oh. under the snow. Yeah. Um, the fact that she's with her tree is probably a symbolic sign. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least the tree survived. And possibly you think, being the optimist that you are, that part of her spirit may have escaped back in the tree and might still be living in the tree and just unable to assume a, a mortal form. And some I, say she's still watching us right now. Let's leave. <laughs> <laughs> Diaz says just walking by. <laughs> you know, we really should try to stop getting so many people around us killed. It doesn't doesn't really look good. <laughs> try, try is as good as we can do. <laughs> Who's watching to tell us it doesn't look good? Lathander. Well, <laughs> <laughs> After marching for the rest of the day, you've left the tree in the hill far, far behind you. And uh, um, when night comes, there's no shelter like the one you found last night other than the waffle hut. Um, so you spend the night basically in the hut. Can Morning uh, Glory fit in the hut? Uh, it's certainly big enough to accommodate both Morning Glory and the Owlbear. Awesome. Yay. Yep. And I, I assume uh, the Murderbot is still riding on your shoulders, Paulton. Absolutely. Yeah. Because he'd slow you down trying to move through the snow. Mm-hmm. If okay. Evelyn had a smartphone, she would constantly be taking pictures of that. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him. All right. They're so cute together. Yeah. Uh, the following morning, uh, and you can all take a long rest at that point, so you're up to full. You got all your abilities and whatnot, uh, and then you continue to march. Uh, do I actually, the innate dark power that I had, uh, have I felt that actually leave my 
yes. person, but it is gone. It's gone. Okay. That must be nice. Yeah. It's, it could have been nicer, feel nice. It lightens the load a bit. Yeah. Um, after the uh, hut collapses and you make your way off uh, the next morning, I'd like everybody to make perception checks. I already had only one good one. There's no way I'm perceiving <laughs> anything else. Mm. 23. Sixteen. Um, a seven. Hey, I got one of those. <laughs> one. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just playing with murder bot. Having too much attention. fun. Yeah. Too much fun with my robot son. <laughs> yeah. uh, so DF and uh, murder bot, uh, both, uh, both of you hear uh, something. Um, uh, you can't see it because there's a bit of a snowy ridge uh, separating the two of you. Uh, but you hear the sound of uh, heavy footfalls. And Murderbot just sort of pats Paulton on the head to get his attention. <laughs> clunk, clunk, uh, clunk. And, point, and it sort of turns your head in the general direction. And at that point, uh, coming up over the ridge, you see uh, that wounded male hill giant. Shut up! <laughs> and he's got what appears to be a big rock in his hand, in his arms. And it's sort of up on his shoulder like he's getting ready to heave it. Does he, the, is he looking at us? Uh, yes, he is. <laughs> and I'd like you all to roll initiative. Disperse! <laughs> Disperse. Cool and good. Uh, 19. Wow. Okay, 19 for Evelyn. 10. 10 for Dia. Also 10. 10 for Paulton. Got a 2. 2 for Strix. And Hootie will go on Strix's turn. Sorry, Hootie. Uh, <laughs> and Zog. All right. Uh, since some of you were able to detect the creature and warn the others, nobody in your group is surprised. Uh, so, Evelyn, you see this hill giant come up over this ridge with this giant boulder like he's preparing to hurl it down at you. <gasps> you guys, it's like the intro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, Colton. Are hill giants inherently like cool. evil creatures? Um, yeah, based on uh, conversations you've had walking along with Zog, he tells you that they're uh, malevolent, chaotic creatures. Fine creature! And I just yeah. like flying boots up right, like with light fall, getting ready to axe to the head intro style. Okay. Uh, you, can, you can fly right up to him and attack if you want. Sick. I will do that. When you do that, you can see up over the ridge behind him, kind of lumbering after him is a much fatter oh, no. female giant. Ten more giants. Uh, cool. Is, was this the one that I saw that I thought was dead? No, this appears to be the rest of the family. So I saw two dead male giants. You did. did they now, you, now you see a wounded uh, male giant in front of you that you're about to hit and a female that's not wounded at all. Did they tell me that these were three husband giants and one wife giant? Uh, no. Do I know that giants are polygamists that have brother husbands? <laughs> uh, probably not. Okay. Uh, then I don't, make, yes. I don't make any witty remarks about the family then. Okay. Uh, <laughs> now this, this male that you're about to attack, he has suffered some wounds uh, that don't look like they've been properly healed. 
Uh, the other thing you notice about him is that uh, he is uh, skin, much skinnier than the female, almost uh, emaciated. His, his stomach does protrude in kind of an unhealthy way, uh, but he's really quite bony. Oh, she's taking all the food. That's sad. But also you're all evil, so I'm about to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I got a 17. That definitely hits. And I am hitting with, he's not a fiend or an undead. So my normal battle axe. And I didn't say I was doing two-handed, so that's just a D8. So that's seven. And then I have a second attack, which is not as good. 13. Uh, That hits as well. (gasps) Yay. And that's just, oh, I said seven damage, but actually my first hit was 11 damage. Sorry. Okay. And the second one is seven. So, 18 total? Mm-hmm. And I'm just fluttering around his head. All right. That staggers him greatly. Um, and in fact, uh, so much so that he drops the boulder and it lands on his foot. Oh! <laughs> oh poor so guy. Poor evil, uh, malevolent giant. And uh, he shouts out, Foe unhappy! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, these guys and the uh, the female shouts out bring me food she says bring me food is that what you said yes (laughs) and the voice echoes throughout the valley so all of you even though you can't see the female giant can now hear her booming voice Uh, (laughs) and after Evelyn goes uh, it is Zog's turn uh, Zog will stride boldly up, drawing his hammer and attempt to fell this giant. And he hits it. Yay! And as the giant is sort of hunkered down and pulling his foot out from underneath the boulder, uh, Zog walks up and clops him on the head, cracks open his skull, and kills him. Oh, gross! <laughs> well done, Zog! May I'm, evil be defeated! I'm sure it was very comedic looking. Yes. And the giant falls back um, into the snow on the ridge. So now there is only the one female giantess. And it is her turn. Uh, She comes lumbering up the hill, um, her great bulk uh, shambling about her. And she throws herself bodily at the dwarf. Essentially Whoa. doing, essentially doing a uh, Yokozuna splash on top of him. Oh <laughs> wow! <laughs> Way to really bring it back, Chris. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she makes a squash attack uh, and hits Zog. Um, and so by snow. you see him disappear underneath her great bulk as she throws herself bodily upon him. Oh, please don't be dead! Cool. <laughs> Oh my gosh, no. All right, and so she is now prone on top of him. All you see, Evelyn, are his little stilts. Oh. <laughs> uh, but, but they are kind of twitching, so, you know. Oh, okay, no. that's good, because Dieth literally wasted his humanity to get that <laughs> and then used it and wouldn't want to have wasted it on someone who immediately yes. died. So, Dieth, <laughs> it is your Damn turn. It, you see this hulking behemoth hurl herself on top of Zog. 
All right. Uh, so, like, upon seeing like these giants almost instinctively, like I like put my hands at where I just had that grievous wound from last time. Yeah. Um, and I start to like panic a little bit, and I'm gonna make my way towards the boulder that was dropped and try to hide behind it. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make a stealth check. Great. Uh, Fourteen. Okay. Um, not a great roll on your part, but uh, the there's snow. That you don't get the impression, at least not right away, that the giant knows where you are. She seems to be paying no attention to you whatsoever. That's All right. Um, Halton. Yeah. Uh, okay. the, the big hulking giant is about 30 feet away from you, and she is prone currently. Okay. So, scenario. Let's say I were to do a Thunderwave literally on her prone body. Yeah. Yeah. Would her body block the damage and not hit the, uh, the fellow under her? Almost certainly he has total cover, so it would not hurt him. Okay, then uh, let's, do a, uh, let's do one of those. All right. Uh, so, bam! A huge sound, a blast of thunderous energy erupts from you washing over her. She has to make a constitution saving throw. Uh, and she rolls a 13, which I believe is your spell save DC. I could be wrong. Yeah, it is. Uh, yes. So she saves... Ah. No, you're, no, you have a spell save DC of 15, actually. Oh. Cool. Good for that. Um, so she fails, and uh, she's going to take all the damage. Cool. And more importantly, you cause her to roll 10 feet Oh my god. Down the ridge. So cool. Give me the damage. All right. Uh, I can, I didn't say before, but I can cast this at third level, right? Yes. Cool. So that'll give you two extra dice. So, so. Uh, 23. Ow. Okay. Yes. So you blast her. Uh, and as she uh, is overwhelmed with the waves of sound, she rolls away. And uh, you can see that uh, Zog is no longer underneath her, and he does, in fact, appear to be alive. Get bopped. Good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, Murderbot goes now. Uh, uh, he's happy for the time being, just staying on your shoulders. Um, he can't from his vantage point, see her now that she's rolled back down the other side of the hill. The ridge. So, like, what if I, like, chucked him at her? It was like, go. Oh, just sort of throw him off you at her? Um, oh, he'd have to land and then attack, yeah. wouldn't he? Yeah. And actually, you'd have to use an action to throw him. Oh, okay. Then, JK, he can he can chill. Okay. Uh, then It'll we go to... Turret. Yep. <laughs> oh uh, Strix... Strix, you and Hootie are next. All right. I'm just going to like look at Hootie and pee like, stay back, Hootie. This okay. fight's mine. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to fireball her. Okay, so you, you're going to have to sort of climb up a little bit to get to the top of the ridge to see her, but when you do, she's right there. There's even right. a little snow trough leading down to her. All right. Um, okay, you detonate a fireball. She has to make a dexterity save. Uh, what you're saving? Never mind. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, so she is engulfed by it. <laughs> hey! hey! Take that! Your husbands weren't intimidated by me, so, you know, I'm just going to say you on fire. Yep. <laughs> All right, so that is 8d6. So 6, 4, 3, 5, 2, 
They can add them up too. Oh, sorry. Give me those again. Uh, six, four, three, five, two. Okay. That's five dice. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, three more. 17 total. Yeah. Six, four, and one. Okay. Plus another 11 is 28. All right. Uh, she is engulfed, um, but... Uh, even though she's smoldering now and the snow around her is sort of melted away, forming this 40-foot diameter ground of, or uh, circle of scorched ground and uh, wet grass and shrubbery, uh, she starts flailing and kicking. Uh, she's still prone, of course. Um, Can I use a, uh, um, a bonus action to misty step back so she can't see me? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to bonus action a misty step like, <laughs> All right. Yes. <laughs> she didn't see me. Yes. Uh, you started off like super brave. You're like, this yeah. is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, just staying in character. <laughs> yep. Uh, excellent. And uh, Evelyn, yeah. you're fluttering in the air. You can see uh, she, even though uh, this giantess has taken quite a whopping amount of damage, looks like she can still withstand quite a bit. Uh, I saw Strix hop back and I was like, nice one, Strix! <laughs> that was real good! Uh, and then I just go at her with, with Light okay. Ball as well to finish the You job. have advantage on your attack rolls because she's prone and you're not. Ha-ha! Ooh. So it's either 18 or... Ooh, that's even better. 20, uh, 23. That's definitely a hit. Yeah. Uh, I should have said I was using it two-handed, but I didn't, so there we go. Uh, eight... Can I switch to two-handed between my two attacks? Uh, Probably not. Let's say no. Okay. And this one is 18, or 17. That's definitely going to hit. So two hits. Yeah, and this time she gets 10 points. Total? Yeah. Well, 10 that time. What did I say last time? Eight, so 18. Okay, great. All right. Choppy Choppy. Choppy Choppy is right. You strike her twice with your big axe. Um, she then is going to, uh, or sorry, Zog goes next. Uh, he's going to pick himself up on the ground, um, up, up off the ground. Uh, let's see, he was knocked down. So he pops off his, his stilts and goes uh, charging down the hill after her on his little stumps. <laughs> and goes over and whacks at her with his hammer, but this time it just sort of bounces off her flab. Uh, he's sort of shocked that it didn't seem to have any measurable impact. At that point in time, she shambles to her feet and essentially does a flying butt drop on top of the dwarf. God. Come on, Zog. <laughs> Uh, and hits him. I mean, hit, butt dropping on a, a dwarf wearing stilts could be potentially dangerous. Oh, please don't be dead. All right. <laughs> and you, you hear kind of a, a horrible scrunching sound as she lands on top of the dwarf and uh, just sort of uh, is now seated on the ground uh, with him buried underneath her butt. Oh. At that point in time, uh, oh. Diaf, you are up, and you are hidden behind the boulder. It is clear she took no notice of you and did not know where you were. Uh, uh, but uh. since she tumbled down the hill, you're going to have to go down a little ways <laughs> to get to her. Now, no. Evelyn is in melee combat with her, so you would have sneak advantage on attack rolls against Giant. Um. <laughs> All right. 
Uh, I am not getting near that thing. So okay. instead, I'll try. I'll try to take out one of my throwing knives. Okay. Uh, get within sneak attack range. Yes. It, and then try you to are. throw it somewhere important, back back in the neck or throat or something. Just yep. I don't want to get close. Make your attack roll. Uh. Uh. uh do I have advantage on attack roll? Does she know where you I am? You do. Okay, great. Uh, 19. Hit. Good. Okay. Sneak attack damage. Good. Getting the d6s. All right. So that's the dagger. That's the sneak attack. Uh, 14 total. Okay. Um... She takes that. Uh, that is enough to, quote-unquote, bloody her. So she's lost at more than half her hit points at this point. Oh, I was really hoping that was going to do more. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, so you stick her with that, and she feels it, and reflexively she just sort of pulls it out and kind of throws it in the snow. Okay. Uh, cutting action, dash, run back behind the rock. Okay. <clears throat> uh, she sort of casts her glance over to try to find you. Make a stealth check. Uh, oh 13 okay Uh, so yeah she pulls out your weapon she throws it down in the snow and then she looks around (laughs) uh, over toward the rock Um, uh, her eyes darting about for the villain who did this Um, and you're hunkered down behind the rock hoping she doesn't know where you are (laughs) Halton you're at the top of the you're uh, um uh, you can't see the giantess, but you can hear her. If you climb to the top of the ridge, you would almost certainly see her. Okay. And about how far do I know how far that would put me if I were to climb the top? Uh, well, you won't know how far you are from her until you climb to the top. And it's about a 15-foot climb. Okay. I'm going to go up there. Okay. When you get up there, you're about, uh, let's see, about 20 feet away from her. Okay. Um, I'm going to cast suggestion on her. Okay. And I'm going to be like, you know, if you just eat a lot of snow, you'll probably get full. So you can leave <laughs> us alone. All right. Um, uh, she uh, seems to focus her beady eyes on you and just kind of nod her head. <laughs> and then there's like this moment of, uh, like revelation. <laughs> I hate this. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then starts to look at like all the bountiful snow around her. It's like, oh! <laughs> uh, all right, dawning of a new era. Uh, murder bot. <laughs> it's just on your shoulders, shaking his head. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, Strix, you see this dawning realization as Paulton casts the spell. Obviously, Paulton casts the spell, planting this suggestion in her head to eat snow instead of you guys. What do you do, Strix, on your turn? Oh, I'm just, uh, well, she's eating snow. She's not attacking us, which is great. Right. Oh, I'd really just like to finish her off. You do know that if you, if she, um, uh, see seeing what happens if she takes damage 
Oh, will it break? Oh, yeah. Her? If yeah, any damage that you, any damage that Paulton or Nava's companions deals to her would break the spell. All right. Well, I kind of just, I kind of just want her to die. So <laughs> at least she's distracted. I'm just gonna go ahead and do another fireball. I just, I'm tired of this. I, she gave me a very bad day the other day. Strix is over it. I'm over it. So I'll climb back up and or see where I can see her. Okay. And then, uh, and Paulton, you know that this will end your spell. I'm just gonna like give him a glance, be like, mm, I'm sorry, it was smart, but cool. Good thing I used my turn for that. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, Strix and Paulton, you're probably just standing right next to each other and having this conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, why'd you do that? I was gonna fireball her anyway. <laughs> okay, right. no, okay. go ahead, please. Oh, I'm, um, I am. Uh, Strix, uh, as you announce that, um, murder bot shoots you with a dart. What? What? <laughs> I would like. <gasps> fucking knew it. You take uh, two points of damage from the dart. Oh, God. And I'd like you to make a constitution saving throw. <sighs> no one contradicts Paulton, apparently. <laughs> oh, okay, that's great. That's I swear just... to God. Uh, 12. Okay, you fall unconscious. Great. I'm unconscious. Great. So, uh, Paulton, yeah. (laughs) Really? That's all you're going to say? Is, oh, like scolding a puppy? Yes. So she just sort of grabs her neck for an instance and just falls over in the snow. Goodbye, everyone. Why didn't we do that in the first place? Uh, Paulton, you're not not clear whether or not Strix is alive or dead. Okay, guys, we're gonna oh, put I a pin you meant in this the problem. Giant. <laughs> um, all right, um, and so on. It is uh, now Evelyn's turn. I just like set murder was- down and like yeah. put my hands on my hips, just like <laughs> mouse. <laughs> what about Hootie? What about is Hootie just sitting? Oh, uh, yeah, you, me. You, the last you the last you said to Hootie was stay back. Oh, okay. So Hootie's just yeah. So he's right. kind of she, she's kind of just kind of ambling around her little cowbell occasionally. <laughs> climbing. Donka, 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 I would have donka, said donka. avenge. I would have said avenge me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm still uh, fluttering. Actually, uh, if you, you can probably blurt out because <laughs> talk, talking is sort of a free action, you could probably blurt that out before you fall. Just avenge me. <laughs> <laughs> so, Paulton Hootie comes up the ridge. Um, cool. <laughs> and oh my uh, God. <laughs> oh, <Jared>. <laughs> just kind of looks confused uh, at at unconscious Strix, not really sure what to do next. No time for infighting, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and when Hootie kind of gives Paul or uh, Murderbot this look, Murderbot just sort of points to you. <laughs> 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 but, but the but the Albert doesn't take any aggressive actions. The concept of fault does not uh, resonate with the Albert. No. Right. Yes. Um, and so, uh, hmm. and mostly the Albert then goes over to Strix and just kind of nudges her with its beak. Oh, I wish I could see that, but I'm yeah. probably dead. I'm just like, don't worry, she's. So, Evelyn, um, you see Strix just sort of topple over in the snow. You're not sure why, 
And then the owlbear comes barreling up and starts to poke her with its beak and Murderbot's just pointing at Paulton. <laughs> um, um, but I mean, there is the more emer- emergent uh, problem of the, the giant. Although oh, you know yeah, that, there's a giant. You know that Paulton's <laughs> spell, or you get the distinct impression that Paulton's spell has taken hold on the simple-minded behemoth. Uh, I think either way, I see Strix go down, and I'm like, <gasps> Strix! And I just immediately charge toward her. With okay. the intent of laying on hands. All right, or make, you can whatever. make a uh, medicine check when you get to her. Okay. How is my medicine? Oh, okay. Uh, four. Okay, four. <laughs> Total. <laughs> okay. Um, She's not dead. Great. <laughs> not great. <laughs> she is lying sort of face down in the snow. Uh, you are not able to assess her condition well. What would you like to do? Because you still have an action. I lay on hands her immediately. Okay. All right. Just like... Uh, How many hit points do you give her? Just enough to res her. I give her five. Okay. So uh, you get five hit points above your current total, Strix, but you are still out. Yay! <gasps> you killed her! <laughs> yeah, so you're like... Oh! <laughs> This is a disaster. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> and Hootie's just like, why is she yelling? I'm an owl bear. I don't like yelling. All right. The giant sort of rolls off of Zog and starts to just bring huge amounts of snow up into her mouth and just starts to gorge herself on snow. <laughs> Shoveling it into her mouth. This entire Actually, scenario is so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Dia, uh, the giant apparently did not uh, identify your location and is, is too busy devouring snow to care about you. Uh-huh. Uh, you can see flattened Zog lying in a butt-shaped snow indentation uh, about uh-huh. uh, 20 feet away from you. Uh, how, how much did I witness of the Strix... Paulton alteration, <laughs> altercation. Sorry, you, you, um, what you were able to see, um, because you were fixating and hiding from the giant, but you saw Strix go up, up, have some sort of discussion with Paulton <laughs> about casting the fireball, apologizing him, apologizing to him, and then suddenly keeling over. <laughs> and then the next thing you saw was Murderbot pointing at Paulton. Um, you can read between the lines. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm so mad. He's in his rebellious phase. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, okay, and, uh, and Evelyn has also approached Strix. Yeah, Strix is now, Evelyn administered healing to Strix <laughs> and is now saying, No! <laughs> Strix, I don't take well. No, probably not. <laughs> at all. Oh my god. Uh, how close is this giant to me right now? Oh, probably about 20 feet. Great. She's busy eating snow. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really know how long it lasts. <laughs> it's I mean, actually very a, convenient. There's a lot of snow. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you've known you've known Paul to cast this spell before. Suggestion typically lasts up to eight hours. Okay. Uh, they concentrate. Uh, Paulton, if he casts another spell that requires concentration or he gets hurt or whatever, that spell could be broken, but eight hours left undisturbed. 
right. Uh, I am. Uh, I am at a complete loss and okay. shock. So <laughs> I am just fair. going to delay my turn. You're like today was going so well. <laughs> I just because now thanks to Evelyn, I'm convinced Trix is dead. Pissed at pissed at Murderbot. Still don't trust a goddamn giant. And Zog might be dead too. And Zog might be dead. So I'm just gonna chill for like a second. Okay. <laughs> uh, roll, roll for face palm. Yes, Alton, yeah. it's your turn. Oh, so it's great. more like for once, DS doesn't have an answer. Everyone in chat's calling it a paltercation. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's MJS October coined that one. Credit. <laughs> paltercation. So, uh, Murderbot has pointed at me, correct? Uh, yes. Uh, but only. Uh, um, only for the moment. He's not pointing at you currently. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm going. I'm going to tell him. Mostly, he's just sort of like kicking the ground sheepishly. Head lowered, kicking the ground. Like, okay, listen, Simon. Now <laughs> you are Simon. Now also, I, point. I pointed. I pointed. Uh, I pointed Strix. Like, okay, that. Do that. To that, I point at the giant. Can you do? Cool and good. All right. If only there's a better way to somehow describe to murder bot that you should <laughs> murder his friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, murder bot uh, will make his way down through the, the, the trough of snow that the big fat giant created. And uh, she is now facing away from him, shoveling snow into her gaping maw. And he will try to stick her in the buttocks with her uh, with his next dart. Uh, and he hits her uh, for a small amount of damage. And then she has to make a constitution saving throw, which she is really good at. Uh, and so this dart stings her in the butt. She goes, ah! <laughs> Your spell is broken. Uh, and then she turns and fixes her hateful beady eyes on the small little puppet man. Simon, run! <laughs> uh, he will use the remainder of his speed, uh, which is 15 feet, to hurry back to the side. <laughs> Lead him right back. I All could right. have fixed this! Uh, and so... Uh, we come to Strix. Uh, Strix, you can make a new constitution saving throw. I'd love to. Did not know about constitution. Uh, I got a three. Just kidding. Okay. I'm still passed out. Yeah, you're still dead. Um, and so uh, we come to Evelyn. So Evelyn, um, your, your magic washes over Strix. Uh, what do you do uh, now that you realize the spell on the giant has been broken? Hmm, good question. Uh, do I have any indication that Strix is alive or dead? You can make another medicine check. I would love to do that. Oh, that's much better. 19. She has a murder bot dart sticking out of her neck. Oh! <laughs> Which is murdered before. I know. I do know um, that those can be either murdery or not yes. murdery. Yes, <laughs> but when you, when, you, when you do check, you see that she is still breathing. 
suggesting she has been rendered unconscious by the by this dart. And actually, uh, now that you've seen the dart up close, you can see Murderbot's got two different kind of darts. There's a green candy stripe dart that is fatal, and then there is a orange candy stripe dart which appears to render people unconscious. I hate that goddamn thing. So winter green, winter green, no bueno. Orange cream. Yes. Just take a nap. Yes. Okay. Um, I look up at Paulton and I say, you are lucky that that was not an orange dart. And also it's so cute that you named Simon and <laughs> so ready. <laughs> and then I'm like, be right back. And then I go toward the giant to try to finish the job with my axe. Okay. You fly over to the giant and you can make two attacks. Are you using it two-handed this time? Yes. All right. But I make a very poor attack my first one. That's 13. That's a hit. Yay. And now I get a D10. Where are you, D10? Yep. And also, um, she is still prone, so you have advantage. Oh, sick. Okay. So you might want to roll again just to make sure you don't get well, a crit. That was a terrible roll. Okay. So. All right. That was a two. Great. And that's nine damage. Okay. I smack again. I roll a nat one. Ooh, and roll again because you have advantage. Oh, yeah. Yay. Oh. <laughs> Yay. 16. Hit. And uh, that's going to be 11 plus 9 is 20. Okay. Uh, despite just absolutely crippling blows to her, uh, she is still alive. Um, you have and, to hand it to you. You're pretty sturdy. Uh, she is going to shamble to her feet in a rage from being stung in the ass and from being attacked by your great axes. And she's basically going to do one of these to you. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Her big fat arms come up into the air and just try to squash you like a moth. Um, so she has to make an attack. She rolls a 27 to hit, which is definitely going to hit you. Uh, and uh, she does 18 points of bludgeoning damage. Ow! <laughs> Yeah, I mean, last time, like, the giant literally hit DF like he was a baseball. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, I remember. Actually, <laughs> I never actually saw the giant's fight, yeah. so I didn't actually have a good And then she's going to try it. When she sees it. that you're still flying and still alive, she tries to do it again. No! Uh, but this time, she only rolls a 10 on the attack roll. <laughs> so you I'm like get, a mosquito. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then... Um, uh, Diath? Yes. You see uh, Evelyn flitting around this behemoth giant uh, as she's trying to uh, squash her. Right. Uh, one thing at a time, I guess. I'm more concerned for Evelyn's safety at this point, so mustering up whatever courage I have left, I'll try to dash towards uh, that giant. Mm -hmm. uh, short sword ready. Okay. And then... Uh, I guess I guess leap up and try to stab wherever in her sides that I think an important giant organ would be. Very good. Try to sneak attack that. Very good. All right. Ah, uh, twenty-one. That's a hit. Damn right. All right. This one. This one's for Evelyn. Uh, 13, 16, 20, 24. Nice. All right. Uh, 
it is still alive. Ah, but, hell. but uh, now in a, uh, your wound is uh, so devastating that she sort of staggers around and you can see that um, she can't withstand much more. She is on her last legs. Great, that's still more legs than I would have liked. Yep. Uh, Paulton, you see the uh, big fat giantess um, shamble and lumber and stagger after DF deals her a horrible blow. Uh, yet she has managed to keep her feet. Okay. Um, can I uh, uh, cast Dissonant Whispers at a higher spell slot? I believe so. Um, yes. When you cast the spell using a spell slot of second level or higher, the damage increases by a d6 for each slot. Okay. I'm going to do Dissonant Whispers on a 3. Okay. So that's going to be 5d6 psychic damage, and she gets a wisdom saving throw, which she sucks at. Mm-hmm. All right. Hooray. Give me the damage. All right. Uh, so five. So eh. Twenty. All right. Uh, so you uh, play your bagpipes and... Uh, the sound resonates as psychic energy uh, forming whispers in her brain. And she says, my brain! <laughs> and uh, blood starts pouring out of her nose and eyes and ears. And she falls over dead. Now that's what I call a brain freeze. Thank you, Evelyn. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> yes. So she suffers the the worst kind of brain freeze and dies. What happens when you eat too much snow? Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so we are currently out of combat. Uh, Strix, you can repeat your Constitution saving throw. Great. <clears throat> I got a seven. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let's just assume that you're out for a while. <laughs> All right. So. We'll put the, I'll put the sword away now that the giant is done. Um, my DF isn't even like excited, concerned about it. He immediately like runs back towards the party, past Zog, and like straight for Strix. Okay. Uh, um, you can see uh, a small wound in Strix's neck where she was obviously shot with a dart, but the dart isn't there now. Um, you look around um, and then you look over to Murderbot who's just sort of looking up at the birds <laughs> oh. <laughs> looking up at the clouds <laughs> I say to Paulson I'm like I think we need to think about putting our son in some clubs and extracurricular activities <laughs> he needs to get socialized I think it's been a mistake having him the entire time um, but you're pleased to know uh, and Evelyn reassures you that Strix is alive she's just been rendered unconscious see he's aware Oh, great. So we lucked out. What if he did the wrong dart? What if he misread <laughs> your commands? What if he actually killed Strix? He's done nothing but brought tension to us since he showed up. We can't have this thing with us. I look, I look at, I look at Murderbot. It's like, Simon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you've got t- gotten attached to him. <laughs> you intentionally chose the sleep dart on Strix, right? Can I incite a robot? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, natural 20, baby. 
Uh, with your natural 20, you can tell uh, that, yes, he chose the dart deliberately, uh, but there's something. He is hiding something. Oh, uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. This has gone on long enough, Paulton. We can't keep having this. Okay, if we happen to run into, like, you know, like... Some A fire? Of, like... <laughs> I was going to say boarding school along the way. <laughs> Maybe we can drop them off. We'll think about it. I'll do some reviews. School. You know, like we'll, we'll look at Murderbot Yelp to see oh my if God. good. And we'll, we'll, we'll play it by ear. No more jokes. No more snark. Who's joking? He's nothing but trouble. DF, I don't appreciate you talking about our son that way. Oh my God. Our, no. <laughs> Evelyn. Because he has some behavioral problems, yes, we do need to take certain measures, but that does not mean that you can speak about him as a thing. Gosh, I wish I wasn't. I wish I wasn't unconscious. I, this is I, fair. I have so much to say. I blame the hip hop. All right. Oh my god. I'm, I'll, I'll uh, get Strix and like lift her up uh, and get her into my arms and okay. then kind of bring her over to Hootie and like. Gently put her on Hootie so that she's okay. like resting on there. So she, yeah, uh, he can keep transporting her around. Okay, done. What did you uh, do once you get, Zong, once you get her up there, Diaz, you turn around and like Murderbot is right there. Oh, oh, <laughs> and he's like, oh, he's trying to make amends. <laughs> no. Are you gonna say no to that? Come on. Don't leave him hanging, DF. Dead into his literal lifeless eyes. Okay. You have to earn my trust. That's very right. fair. Now, how about that other guy who might be dead? Oh what? Right. DF, what'd you do with Zog? <laughs> you go over and Zog is dead. Flat as a pancake. I have the worst days. Hold up. <laughs> now, when we say dead. Like, like how? Yeah. Is there perhaps a green candy cane dart in him, actually? No. Nope. Um, so green he would is, be bad. He, is, he, he clearly died when he was flattened by the giant uh-huh. for the second time. Just for the so sake, like, Diaz, Diaz, just for the sake of like, Getting it straight for history <laughs> for 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 the Twitch clip I want to make right now. Can you describe the, your journey with life and death, uh, and how you traded fate to this moment? <laughs> I, I I I don't think I could put it in two words. Only tears. <laughs> How much do you think Chris Perkins actually hates you personally? Oh, so much. <laughs> this is why he does it. <laughs> he was like, they're, Wizards of the Coast like, mm, we're going to cancel the show. But Chris like, hold on. <laughs> hold my beer. <laughs> There's so much more I can do to Jared. <laughs> F- five more episodes tops. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. So god like so like, like you did show us where the place was. I'm unconscious. I'm sorry. 
So like dead, dead, dead Z's, like no take back Z's. Yeah, like every every bone in his body shattered. Yeah. I mean, we could heal the bones up. (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) All right. Jesus Christ. Okay. All right. We can't we can't keep uh, staying here. It's already the weather's already dangerous. We have to keep moving. So we d- we were able to find a, a map in his belongings. Earlier. <laughs> if we could, uh, if we could, if we could get that. Uh... I'm so mad. <laughs> Go on. No, everyone's having a good time. Everyone's laughing at Jared. Okay. <laughs> Like I can't keep anyone safe. <laughs> Everyone's having a good and giggle. Too bad that's uh, you know one of your your character traits. Yeah, <laughs> All right. Oh. I'm going to. Uh, but at least you still to... have your pants. <sighs> yeah. True. End of the day, I still have my pants. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, retrieve uh, Zog's map. Okay. Because I know he had that, yes. uh, and I know Strix said he saw so, uh, a, uh, a pouch of ball bearings as well. I would actually like those. Okay, um, yeah, you could dig out the pouch of ball bearings. Yeah, and with that, uh, there were caltrops too. I mean, I'm unconscious. Wait, were there were there caltrops too? I don't remember. There is also a bag of caltrops. Mm. I would also like those. All right, Sorry, so I'm on you, a, from the grave. So you grab Zog's balls and his caltrops. <laughs> His ball bearings <laughs> and his, sorry, his ball bearings and his ball truck. <laughs> I didn't know until this moment that we were actually on an episode of Punked for Jared. Oh dear, these are trying times, and you have puns. So you have you have the call traps, you have the ball bearings. And there it the is, maps. small packages, nailed it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to request uh, from Evelyn to help me give him a proper burial uh, under the snow or whatever. It's... We don't have to dig a very deep hole. He does. He does have a small shovel as well. Great. We'll use that. Can I roll again very... to wake up? Yes. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, I got a 16. You're awake. Yay! Oh boy, you wake up on the back of Hootie. Okay, I'm just going to wake up and just start. Screaming obscenities. Okay. As when you, as when you wake up, you can see that Dieth's got this shovel out of Zog's pack and is hitting the ground with it, and the ground is like rock hard. Like, and Dieth's like, fuck, fuck. fuck, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to run up and go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Who died? Let, let the expert dig the graves. Come on. Just take the shovel. <laughs> just use some fire to like clear the snow off. Just like, yeah. Right. Well, the ground is going to be hard. With I mean, there's no so it's still hard. Going to soften the ground. I'm like, hey, Hootie, can you help dig this hole? Oh yeah, if you bring Hootie over, she will sort of languidly kind of come <laughs> over and just start clawing at the ground. I asked Morning Glory to help too. All right, Morning Glory is not so useful. She can dig like little troughs with her hooves. I'm just like, get them out, get that think, out of here. Hootie's got big, big, wide claws, and they're actually really good for digging. And even the hard ground eventually breaks underneath her weight and effort. Thank you, Hootie. I'll give her 
a, a snack, snickety snook, okay. if you will. All right. While they're burying Zog, I wanted to go over to the giant, the giant lady. Yeah. Um, what's her name? Uh, Fa. Um, 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 she's fun. Uh, I want to see if she has anything on her, and if she doesn't, I want to take a either borrow a sword or something from Dieth or Paulton or Evelyn, and I want to cut open the giant, and I want to take part of her heart. Oh, okay. Because I feel like if I make a potion out of that, it might be cool. Oh, all right. <laughs> I um, glance over my shoulder as I'm helping <laughs> with the hole, and I see her doing this, and I'm like, oh, that's that's pretty gruesome. So just, like, ripping a hole yeah. in and just digging. Yeah, and the, the, the giantess is so fat. I mean, she's, like, just this mound of dead flesh, and Strix is kind of on top of her, kind of digging <laughs> into her. Um, Strix, when you searched the giant, you didn't find any treasure, but you're not exactly surprised. All right, um, well... I am going to take enough of her heart to stuff into like a bag so that I can yeah. keep it for potions. Okay. Her, her heart is the size of a soccer ball. Oh, okay. Um, so it's, it's a bad. big, it's a big lumbering thing that you have to stuff in your bag. All right. I can, I can carry that. Why not? Okay. I, uh, I see this happen. Yeah. <laughs> I walk over. I'm like, we've been through a lot. <laughs> Don't laugh. This is very serious. We've been through a lot on this journey. And out of everything that's happened, that was the most metal thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Strix, you're absolutely covered in blood. You're just stretched from head to toe, dripping, cold, like your furs are all bloody. You're just red. Nice. Oh, yeah, I, got, I forget. I go back and get some of her fat to burn for candles later. Oh, right, yes. Of that, she has, you can like yeah. get whole sacks full of that fat. Yeah, I don't need too much. I she has right. too much. It's all right. All right. Now you can take off, a, a slice off some and... Stuff yeah. it in your bag. It's yeah. really gross. Evelyn vomits violently. <laughs> <laughs> as, as Strix is covered in blood and holding the heart, she's just going to look at Murderbot and just say, you better watch out, little cutter. I'm going to come for you. His, yeah. eyes, his, his, his eyelids just sort of disappear back into his head, so it's just wide-eyed. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> all right, so all right. that's done. Strix is done with her stuff. We've buried Zog, retrieved the map. Everyone, back in the bus. <laughs> <laughs> trudge, 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 trudge. And then we'll uh, uh, and I'll lead the pathway towards uh, towards the, the mountain range that Zog had pointed out earlier. Okay. I I just I think it bears mentioning that burying a flattened dwarf would be an interesting ordeal like yes. either we dig a very shallow very wide hole or when we put him in there like i imagine that evelyn maybe has to kind of pick him up and like maybe fold him over like a couple times yes like i mean he's like or we or we dig like a really deep narrow hole and like <laughs> and they're like 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 toast yeah just kind of <clears throat> <laughs> so I feel like there's some engineering that went into this. Oh, he died twice. <laughs> um, so just out of curiosity, uh, his, are you going to take his backpack with you or leave all of his other paraphernalia behind? Um, I actually was going to ask about that. I think it actually would be a good idea to take his belongings. Because I know he mentioned earlier that he had a message to bring to the Citadel. Uh, and I don't remember if he had ever said exactly what this message was or if it was, this is something he had on his person. Uh, he did not say what the message was, um, but he gave you the impression that it was verbal. Mm, that sucks. Shit. Uh, Strix, can't you, like, ask someone things once they're dead? No, Evelyn. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? I'm positive. 
Okay. Like all I can do is set things on fire and now turn into, I guess, whatever animal I feel like once in a while, thanks to the tree lady. <gasps> Could you and turn into a horse just like Morning Glory and then they'd be twins? And then you have pretty horses galloping together. I could, but I'm not going to. Why not? And, and I can escape. That's all I can do. I can't talk to the dead. In fact, I think that's something you can do. I don't think I can do that. No. Is it C? Hmm. Let's keep moving. All right. Sure. Um, so We're all losing sunlight. So I'm, I'm sorry, you're, you're taking the backpack or leaving? Yes. Yeah, okay. I, would, I would like to take uh, it. What are you doing with Zog's stilts? Um, oh, we should keep those. Maybe they're the key to something or other. Yeah, I feel like there's relevance there. If for nothing else, just for some kind of proof that okay. we were with them. So okay. uh, remove the stilts. Okay. I put them on. Can we just lie if anyone asks us when we find people and just tell them he died honorably instead of died crushed under a big giant? He died defending us from giants. See, that that's a much amazing at. There you go. It's absolutely the truth. Yeah. Just getting our script down. Evelyn, you don't think you can wear the stilts unless you modify them heavily because the, the cups that they're designed, that attach, are designed for footless creature. I'm very disappointed by this. Is there, so. anything, is there anything about the stilts that are interesting? Or are they just pieces of wood? They are they're, um, pieces of wood, uh, well-carved, um, uh, and with braces and uh, leather straps uh, to fasten them on to the dwarf. Um, All right, they're Could obviously they're obviously custom. Them? They're obviously custom made. Okay, I wasn't sure if I had any kind of again because Murderbot has feet. He can't fit into the. But maybe attachment. his little feet are like you know they have Detachable. little joints. They do have little joints, but again, the shape of the feet is wrong. Uh-huh. You basically need nubs um, to slip into the harness. Uh, all right. Um, so you're carrying the stilts and you've got the heavy backpack and yeah. it does start to weigh down you a little bit. It's got like everything in it. That's fine. I, I am angrily carrying it. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Angry right. strong. Yeah. Uh, DF, since you have the map, uh, make a survival check for me. Ah, uh, hell. Uh, uh, 15. Okay. Uh, you are able to uh, keep your bearings and uh, move eastward ever closer to the mountains. Um, as uh, three days uh, pass, uh, you find yourselves again in another storm situation. This time, you probably tie off Evelyn so she doesn't fly away. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so pretty! <laughs> uh, um, and you stay hunkered together as close as possible. And Strix, you're kind of hunkered close to Hootie on its back, using her warmth to keep you warm. I think what I discovered when I was catching snowflakes is that if I like held the bottom of my cape, I could do like windsurfing with it. Yeah. And I think that's maybe partly what happened last mm-hmm. time and why. Got a little too enthused with the windsurfing. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. And each time when night falls, Paulton can conjure forth the Waffle Hut to serve as a safe, warm sanctuary for the night, uh, a place that <clears throat> critters can get into. But uh, after three days of travel, um, um, you go another two days and you don't see any indications of food. And you start to get very hungry. Mm. Oh, hell. Not even little critters that uh, Strix can blow up with their fireball spell. There's <laughs> no signs of life, no vegetation, nothing. It's oh. barren, snowy-covered rock. That freaking hunter is dead. I can hunt things. Just, I'll be right back. I no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no,
I could polymorph into an owl and, and bring us, well, I guess they would still be tiny, giant owl. Giant, tiny things? No. It's still windy and stuff. It's still stormy. Uh, it's you're, uh, at this point when the hunger becomes almost unbearable, the, the storm has passed and you're mainly just moving through uh, uh, the, the hills. Uh, <laughs> even the wind has abated at this point and it's just kind of uh, cloudy, but otherwise not unpleasant. All right. Let's take a moment to actually go through Zog's belongings because he was able to make us waffles before. Yes. But if he's got anything in there that could be edible just to help stave off hunger, that'd be great. Uh, yeah, you find at the very bottom of his pack is uh, um, uh, basically uh, uh, four days' worth of rations. For right. one person or for four people? Four days total. So one, if four people were to eat them, they'd be gone in a day. Um, and uh, most of his other supplies are kind of like ingredients. Um, that can be used to make uh, or to add flavor to things, but all of his um, all of his waffle mix was used up days ago. All right. But we still uh, have the waffle maker. Still have the waffle maker. Yes. So, so I could feasibly make snow waffles. <laughs> you're you're disappointed water. in the result. <laughs> can I can I tell Hootie to go find food or tell him, hey Hootie, why don't you go find some? meat for yourself and if you don't find enough for us it's okay you don't have to bring it back so hootie is still with us yes interesting no <laughs> interesting <laughs> if you try to touch hootie i will literally kill you <laughs> interesting <laughs> uh, when you when you when you talk to hootie um you're not sure if hootie grokked what you were saying uh, but hootie is also pretty famished at this point and just kind of Lops down on the ground. Hootie, no! Interesting. I I'll, give Hootie, <laughs> I'll give Hootie, Hootie half of the giant heart that I have. Okay. Aww. So now will, I only have half of the Hootie giant Hootie will heart. devour half the giant art uh, hungrily, yes. All right. I'll rub, I'll rub Hootie's head and be like, I'm sorry, buddy. All right. Uh, I, I go scout in the sky to see if I see any food possibilities. You see nothing. How, I see uh, nothing! How how are we doing on our travels? Are we are we like anywhere near our potential destination based on where we are compared to this mountain? It's, it's interesting. Map. You've been you've been traveling east now for three more days, and it seems like those mountains aren't getting any closer. Um, you're not exactly sure how far you're away from the mountains, but with your survival check of fifteen, you'd estimate you're about a week away. We're not gonna make it. Oh boy! I can dimension Dora someplace. How far is that? Five hundred far feet. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to go for a ride? <laughs> ooh, me, ooh, me. Oh, I could polymorph into a mammoth and you could just ride on my back. You'll still be hungry. We yeah. could cut off a chunk of Strix when she's a mammoth no. and then yeah. you can eat it and then she That's could true. change back. Would my legs be gone if you cut off my legs? I don't think so. I'm not well, eating Strix. It'd be super it's, easy. We just take a mammoth. A- Take just a big like slice of her haunches yeah. and then all healing hands or when she turns back into Yeah, space. I could also turn into a giant octopus and you could just cut off all the tentacles and then turn <laughs> back into a person. That makes so much sense to me. I don't like mm. octopus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it makes sense to me, but I feel like everyone else is a little turned off by it. I don't, I don't know if that, mechanically speaking, I don't know if that actually works. 
well, okay. But- like chopping off bits of <laughs> polymorphed animal, eating it, and then it's like, it's cool, I'll heal the wound. Because it doesn't regenerate the bit, it just like stops the wound and stops death. Well, food for thought. Well, uh, um, uh, earlier we did see a giant eating snow. Colton. Yes. So. Are you telling us to eat snow? Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> I pat him like, that was, that was a good addition to the conversation. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well let's keep walking i guess yeah. so we let's we'll share these rations one quarter rations for each of us each day we'll subsist until right. we run out and then we'll try eating strips okay Is Albert yes. red meat or white meat? oh oh just parts of it yeah <laughs> you think an owlbear probably has uh white and dark meat so interesting interesting yes very interesting so is it uh you Evie's plan then? Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah, whatever whatever rations you have left, we're going to try to ration out uh, okay. as much as possible. Uh, Great. During our travels, we'll take uh, additional care to be on the lookout for any and all small game. Right. Or plants. Okay. Um, as you prepare to set out, Strix, Hootie refuses to move. No! Is he sick? You can't tell... Uh, well, you can make a medicine check if you want. Chris Perkins, don't you dare take this owlbear away from us. <laughs> I know your tricks. <laughs> He's trying to... Uh, yeah. 16. Um, so you look at the owlbear, and yeah, it's still sporting some wounds from its uh, first altercation with the giants, but it's not in serious shape. Uh, it could be just really hungry and really famished, uh, but uh, your role is high enough to realize that Hootie looks like she's about to give birth. What? <gasps> Baby owlbears! What? What's happening? Oh my god. Oh god. I guess I'll relay this to the group and be like, I am not an owlbear midwife. And you're like, oh, that's why her stomach was dragging on the ground all the time. <laughs> <laughs> we need the hut ASAP. Set up a triage unit. We're going to have babies. Interesting. Yeah. Pull the no. <laughs> I guess we'll do that. I'll let Evelyn take care of this because she seems like she can handle it. I do have animal handling proficiency to some degree. Excellent. Not really, oh but kind of. I don't. Are you trained in animal handling? Uh, I don't specialize, actually. I only have a plus one, so never mind. I okay. was confusing it with my other character. Okay. But I have good insight. I'm going to play devil's advocate for just a moment. It's a lot more mouths to feed. A lot more hunters to provide. We're just going to help Hootie have owl babies. And then whatever Hootie wants to do, Hootie can leave or do whatever. Hootie's a wild animal. Hootie can handle Hootie's self. It's only a couple weeks, maybe a month top. She just needs to get back on her feet. It's fine. I don't think it's going to be that long. I mean, I think we're just going to, you know, help and then just see well, what happens. Her I don't know if uh, owlbear's nurse. I don't think, so. do they lay eggs or? Oh. Ha- I don't. What a beautiful opportunity to learn about Lathander's nature. You think, she, you think she's going to give birth to a live young? Okay, so one, a baby owlbear. That's adorable. <gasps> baby owlbear. Oh, 
I do love baby owl bears, even though we're starving and in the cold and pretty much hate our lives. And I've eaten parts of my robes, but I haven't admitted it to anyone. <laughs> this is priority number one, bringing new light and life and beauty into the world. What could be more important than that? Not dying. <laughs> well, can we just hang around? Can we make the hut for Hootie and just like get in it yeah. and just rest and hang around and see what happens? Yeah, Paulton has spell right. slots. You can create another hut. All right. Can I send Morning Glory off to look for food? Uh, she's a, she's a, she's like my magical steed, though. She takes orders. So, yeah, but horse isn't necessarily the best equipped to find food. <laughs> no, but she could try. And the thing is, if she gets lost or dies, I can just summon yeah. her again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> looking, looking, looking. Oh man, uh, the chat is so good with puns today. They're so saying, because as long as the as long as Morning Glory is within one mile of you, you can communicate with it telepathically. So if it were to find something within a mile of you, it could relay that information. Okay. I send her to just like scout, either okay. for food or for danger. Right. Okay. So off Morning Glory goes. Chat is full of good puns. They're like, so Hootie was Perego. Oh my God. <laughs> Waffle crew humor. Yeah, couldn't we eat morning glory too and then just summon another one? Would uh, not be nourishing in the least. Okay. It's more like ethereal. Oh, okay. I've tried that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> tried that. <laughs> All right. Uh, so a Leoman's hut, or a Waffle hut in this case, uh, will persist for eight hours. Um, you don't know how long it'll take for Hootie to get through this, but um, you recast the spell eight hours later, you cast it again. So that's two spell slots, Paulton. Uh, second, cool. third level spell slots. Cool. Well, now there's the real Hootie McCoot face in the chat. <laughs> All right. Um, at this point in time, uh, you can see that Hootie is giving birth. So I'd like somebody who is going to play midwife. Nope. That's Evelyn, not me. Not nope, not Take an animal handling check. I mean, okay. <laughs> I guess you're the best at this, Evelyn. I really mean, strict? Okay. Not, I'm the most willing. This? I'm covered in giant blood. <laughs> How'd you do? Oh, no. oh my God. Total of three. Oh dear. All right. As soon as fine. As soon as I see Evelyn, like probably already trying to look grossed out because of yeah. her robes being white. Yes. <laughs> they're not <laughs> white, but I'm so grossed out. Right. Yeah, they're not white anymore. Also, just both of you do it at the same time. Whatever. All right. I got twelve. Okay. Now, are so, but you're assisting Evelyn, right? Yes. So Evelyn gets to make a roll with advantage. So Evelyn, roll again and choose <laughs> oh, the higher result. Lathander. So three or. <laughs> Please. Oh my god! Please! Oh my god! I got. Wait, did you say just uh, I get one more chance? No yeah. modifiers or anything. Yeah. Ten. Okay. <laughs> Much. But there's two of us. All right. So in in like hour eleven, oh uh, Evelyn, uh, you deliver a a live baby owlbear. Yay! It's a is it yep. so cute? It is super cute. Oh no! And, and kind oh of messy. Gosh. Kind well, of messy. And like... it's making it's making weird little. No, oh, it's so cute. Sounds. Evelyn's cuddling it, but she's cuddling it like this, like out from yeah. her. Its eyes are closed. No. It's, it's tongue is sort of sticking out from its beak, like. Oh no! Oh, no. 
will Strix will just take it from her immediately. <laughs> Be like, get me out there. <laughs> I need to bond with it. <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> exactly. All right. So Strix grabs the the owl bear, which is a handful, but you can manage it. Um, it's very very warm. Oh. Um, now, unfortunately. <gasps> no, I knew this was coming. No. The roll, the roll was not high enough to no. save the mother. And uh, Hootie just sort of uh, lies there and um, the breathing becomes uh, slower uh, and then just very quietly. No, Hootie, we'll avenge you. We'll avenge you, Hootie. Oh no, Anna's so sad. (laughs) I don't care when party members die, but when the pets die, it's so (laughs) hard for me. Yeah, so. Hootie. Oh, my fault. Well, Strix will just give Hootie a hug and say, thank yeah. you so much, Hootie, for helping us. I mean, and then she'll Paul, s- slowly says, start cutting into the body. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unfortunate. Unfortunate, yes. Uh, so you are in the hut. You have the baby owlbear, uh, which seems to be healthy and hale. <gasps> Can I lay on hands, Hootie? What's that? Can I lay on hands, Hootie? Uh, she, has, she has died. Well... She's dead. She, it's a Didn't natural. Just... It's a natural death. So no, it won't work. If but... only I had a diamond and could revive. <laughs> yeah, right? Why didn't we have three diamonds? Why didn't we think about um, this? Look, and and Evelyn, you're um, while you're overcome and rot uh, about this, uh, you're not sure whether or not you were even responsible. It may just be that the the birth of an abomination creature such as this may be just that taxing on the mother. Oh. It's not a mother that was also starving. Yeah. So it's not well she she had some food because she ate half the heart. So it's also, true. Which We're is also good. getting hit up by giants and stuff. Who knows what kind of internal damage is happening. Yeah. I still Blame cry not about yourself, it. Evelyn, nor Strix. And while Strix is uh cutting up booty. Yeah, Strix Strix is gonna look at Paulton and be like, you asked for it. Come on, Bucko. Just hand him a knife. <laughs> I, I just cuddle the baby and I sing it a Thander lullaby and I'm just like. <clears throat> yeah. And Strix right. will say sorry to Hootie and thank you for her service and that we'll take care of her small little Babu. <laughs> Babu <laughs> is a perfect name. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. So you slice up some owlbear steaks. Don't um, feed it to the baby. There is, there is enough uh, of, of Hootie to feed you for the rest of your journey. Um, I cry easily. while I eat it. <laughs> I mean, Strix is crying too. And you can even cook some of it to make some. You can even cook some of it to make some hootie jerky and pack that away in your packs uh, and save that. Oh, yeah. good. Mm. Whatever amount of meat that we can get that can sustain right. us for several days. It's beautiful that life begets life. <laughs> oh yeah, and I'll take the I'll take the the cowbell off hootie and put it on her little her baby. Okay. Maybe a boy yeah. or a girl. Uh, I'll let you pick. Okay. I'm going to say it's a girl. Okay. <gasps> oh. Don't be sad. Hootie has served <laughs> us more than once. It's true. I'm crying because I'm happy because the circle of life is so beautiful. And that's where we'll stop for tonight. <laughs> uh, what's the new name? What's the new name of a little Babu? Oh, yeah. What is? Yeah. I thought you named it Babu. No, no. That was just a term of endearment. Well, we should call it Waffles. 
nice. after what its you mom loved. After what its mom loved. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's really sweet. Waffles the owlbear. Mm-hmm. Your mom also loved living. All right. Which we're going to have to <laughs> somehow soon. not have <laughs> Okay. And then well, we ate uh, its mom. Thanks to everybody who tuned in this week. What a fabulous episode this was. Oh and uh, <laughs> next week, next week the adventurers arrive at Citadel Adbar. So be sure to tune in for that. Uh, or do we? Or do we? <laughs> yes. That's the plan. We'll see what happens. Um, uh, anybody got some announcements they want to make before we break off? I'll go. I am leaving right this moment to go to Dice in Las Vegas, and I'll be hosting a Quake tournament with lots of gaming uh, company CEOs playing Quake against each other on the official IGN channel on Twitch. So tune in. And then I'll see you on Twitch Weekly on Friday. Yeah, I've got uh, I've got actually three, so I'll make them super quick. <laughs> First off, I have a new album coming out next week, March 1st, which is super Woo! exciting. So it'll be on iTunes and all that good stuff. Uh, in addition to the music, we're also doing two CD release shows in San Diego and Los Angeles, March 12th and... Or no, March 11th and 12th. And then also... Um, on Funimation's website, if you go watch the new show that was recently dubbed Luck and Logic, you can hear me voicing Yoshitsuka, who's the protagonist of the show, which is super fun. And that's it for me. Cool. Awesome. Yay. Um, I'll be at Emerald City Comic Con. So if you guys want to come say hi, I'll be there. Yep. I'll Hooray. be parents too. Nothing personal for me, but I do want to remind everyone here and watching this later on YouTube that there is a Dice Camera Action subreddit. Oh, yes. So uh, reddit.com slash r slash Dice Camera Action. Uh, it is now rated what? <laughs> uh, rated awesome for all the ship art. Um, but all of us here do uh, love the community and we love, uh, we all low key check in on it and read all the discussions and the fan theories and see. It's all true. That. And all that is excellent. We love seeing that. So we want to further encourage that and thank everyone there who's uh, on the subreddit. So, guys, get reaction on Reddit. Please check it out. Hang out, yes. discuss. And my, my only announcement is you guys are all eighth level now. Yay! So. Update your characters and yeah. uh, the new and improved Waffle Crew will return next week. And until then, good night, y'all. Yay! Bye! Thanks for listening to this episode of Dice Camera Action with Chris Perkins. Don't forget, Chris and the Waffle Crew broadcast live on twitch.tv slash dnd every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com slash dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecameraaction.gamepedia.com. Until next week, happy hunting. Happy hunting.